Hello, welcome to News Around Uganda. My name is Adi Fred Max. Envoys from the European Union, EU member states, have said they are horrified to hear of Plan B, a promise by some opposition figures to take power rather than through elections. This was during their meeting with the leadership of the National Resistance Movement, NRM Secretariat, at the party's headquarters in Kampala on Wednesday. The EU delegation heard from the NRM Secretary-General, Justin Kasule Lumumba, that from the beginning of the 2021 presidential campaigns, Robert Chagulanyi of National Unity Platform and Patrick Amuriat of Forum for Democratic Change, FDC, promised a Plan B, which according to them was a plan to commit violent acts. It is not an easy moment. You mentioned Plan B. It is something which horrifies us. We have sent everywhere messages of peace, tolerance and understanding. EU's head of delegation to Uganda, Atilio Pasifisi, said they are horrified to hear of Plan B. He said they had sent messages of peace, tolerance and understanding to all the political actors. Pasifisi noted that the meeting with NRM had given them an opportunity to clarify on some issues raised in the media. He said some letters he had written had been modified to reflect contents he never meant to say, adding that this is the fourth time it has happened. A section of victims of the Lord's Resistance Army who are living with bullets and bomb splinters in their bodies have said they are facing a lot of challenges. Lily Alarke, one of the victims, was abducted in 1991 by the LRA and spent 13 years in captivity till 2004 when she escaped and returned to Uganda. Alarke, who lives with bullets in her body, says she was shot during an ambush mounted on them by the Uganda People's Defense Forces when she was in southern Sudan. She says one of the bullets passed through her left arm to her ribs, which has never been extracted. I have a bullet in my body during the time I was with the Lord's Resistance Army. I think I was shot by the government army who had ambushed us while in southern Sudan in 1999. That time, we were in a place called Obianroat in southern Sudan. The bullet passed through my left arm and went to my ribs. Akelo Florence, another LRA returnee, says she is living with four bullets in her body and as a result, they are giving her adverse side effects. The LRA under its leader, Joseph Kony, waged an insurrection in Uganda in the late 1980s, fighting the government until they were defeated in the early 2000s. The war, however, left a lot of scars in northern Uganda and the population is only starting to recover. Most of the LRA leaders are either killed or captured, but Kony remains at large. Last month, the International Criminal Court at The Hague jailed one of the commanders, Dominic Ongwen, to 30 years for crimes he committed during the rebellion. Christians across the country on Wednesday marked Ash Wednesday, the first since the country went into a lockdown over the COVID-19 pandemic. In Soroti, the Reverend Elijah Amo, the Archdeacon of Kapelabiong Archdeaconary in Soroti Church of Uganda Diocese, urged Christians to draw nearer to God through constant prayer and forsake their sins. Amo described Ash Wednesday as one of the most important days in the Christian church's calendar year as this is the beginning of Lent, a season of fasting and prayers. 
and it includes wearing of ashes on the forehead as a sign of repentance and a reminder that we are dust and to dust we shall return. He added that the Lenten season is a period of fasting and Christians are encouraged to intensify prayer, abstain from their sins and give alms. Amo wants Christians to renew their faith in our Creator by renouncing all earthly desires that tend to weigh us down and purifying our spirit for the glory of God. The 12 people admitted in hospital in Namaingo after eating fish that was found floating along the shores of Lake Victoria are recovering, the head of the health center foresaid on Wednesday. The 12 were rushed from Bosiro landing site to Banda Health Center 3 in critical condition after they complained of stomach complications. They were later transferred to Namaingo. The district fisheries officer Fred Igoma said results of fish samples that had been tested at the government analytical laboratory earlier have indicated the massive death of Nile patch is as a result of low dissolved oxygen levels on Lake Victoria. Igoma urged members of the public to consume the Nile patch fish when it's still fresh, saying it's likely to cause stomach complications like diarrhea when consumed in bad form. Cases of floating fish have been causing shock across the country after floating fish first emerged in Entebbe in the central region. The death have occurred in only the Nile patch species, an indication that the cause was likely not fish poisoning but failure to adapt to changes within the lake. Nile patch are not indigenous to Lake Victoria, having been introduced in the late 1950s. Ntungamo Municipal Council has collected only 200 million shillings of the budgeted 1.4 billion for the financial year 2019-2020. The municipal town clerk, Festo Tandeka, says there has been low compliance of taxation, resistance by businessmen, while the central government policy to stop municipalities from collecting taxes from commuter taxes and bus has drastically affected local revenues. He also blames election period for slow compliance to payment of taxes. The town clerk explains that despite the shortfalls, the council shall still run a budget of 9.3 billion shillings for the next financial year, with 8.5 billion expected from the central government. Local governments in Uganda are heavily dependent on the central government for revenue. Nearly all of them raise less than 5% of their budget. Several government-aided primary schools in Pingiri sub-county, Serere district, are experiencing acute shortage of teacher accommodation, classrooms, and learning materials. The situation is so bad such that even in the middle of the bitter cold, most of the classes are conducted under trees. The classrooms are either dilapidated or have not been maintained in a long time now, despite efforts by school heads to have their schools attended to. Teachers have to either share accommodation or commute from their villages. Tomak Erao, a P7 teacher at Abutet Primary School, says out of 11 teachers in the school, only three reside within the school. Challenges that we have here, mostly one of them is the lack of accommodation. So most teachers come from their homes. It is only, only three of us reside at school. The rest, out of 11, they come from their homes. So that one makes some of the teachers to come late or even upset themselves. In Samwa Primary School, Luke Okello, the school head teacher, said only two out of six teachers have accommodation. Teacher accommodation is a long-running problem in both rural and urban schools and is partly to blame for poor grades at the national examinations. 
the leaders in Arua City have urged the members of Arua City Border Border Association to ensure discipline and cleanliness in the city. Isa Kato Atheku, the outgoing interim mayor Arua, challenged the Border Border riders to be organized and disciplined if they are to improve their lives and be development partners in the city. Citing an example of Chigali, Rwanda, Kato said border borders have formed strong associations from where local governments borrow as well as framing bylaws, criminalizing littering in the city by the riders which has helped to improve discipline amongst the border border riders. When we went to Rwanda, we found border borders organized. I also brought the information to the chairman. The border borders there have their offices. Their offices are not only offices, but storage buildings. Border borders there have administration where the local government council borrows from them whenever they want to do something as development in their town. They don't carry three persons on a border border. We found in Kigali border borders maintain cleanness in the town. Whenever you speak, you throw a camera on the street. A border border will stop and arrest you. That is what we found in Kigali. I've seen some border borders acting like that on the streets here. There are some border borders here. They put down the stand. They push it on the collars. You now begin to have discipline, have associations that can also assist the city in becoming clean, security-wise, in becoming smart. Nesma Ochokuru, the LC3 chairperson for the former Arua Hill Division, confirmed that the council had revenue generation plans for the border borders that she wants the incoming division mayor to work upon. She also tasked the leaders of different border border stages to ensure garbage-free city. The border border industry is now a leading employer of youth across the country, but also a risky one. It accounts for most of the accident fatalities and has also been cited in criminal activities. Many urban centers have faced steel opposition while trying to regularize its operators. And this brings us to the end of news around Uganda. Mm-hmm.